Hello everyone, I'm here with Ken Smith. Ken, welcome to the Ward family. And as we're getting started here, Ken and I serve together in our state presidency. So Ken is our uh, state clerk. And so some people may not fully know or understand what a state clerk does. And so maybe you can just briefly cover that and then we'll talk about uh, you as a person after that. I haven't been a state clerk particularly long, so I think I'm still learning what a state clerk does. But I do sit in on the presidency meetings and uh, I take notes of decisions that are made uh, and actions that are to be taken. I take care of records, making sure that the callings are set. It's kind of funny the things that certain people can do. Like I can do certain things at the stake level, uh, but I can't do them at the ward level. Somebody else at the ward level has to do them. So somebody wants to know this or that. Uh, for example, uh, I've had a couple of people that got fingerprinted and it wasn't showing up in the system. And so I have to call Salt Lake and they only let certain people call and ask questions. And, you know, one of them had to redo them and the other, they just had to like do something in their system to update it. So all sorts of quirky things that happen I get to deal with, but most of it is, is working with the state presidency and taking care of the things that, that they want me to take care of. Yeah, so I guess for people in the ward, you know, to the extent that you have something at the stake level that's maybe a little bit more administrative or records related, uh, Ken would be the right person to reach out to. If you're trying to set up an appointment with one of the members of the stake presidency or so on, I'm the, you know, person that you might want to talk to about that. But regardless, if you were to talk to one of us, we could get you pointed in the right direction, at least um, for stake level questions. But in terms of uh, getting to know you a little bit more uh, personally, uh, where did life begin for you? Where did you grow up? So I grew up through about first grade in Southern California. Apparently I was outgoing because I would leave the house and go say hello to the neighbors and ask for cookies and eventually my mom would find me. I'm the oldest of seven children. When I was about six we moved to Santa Clara and so uh, we spent a couple of years here and then we went a year to New York, upstate New York, when I was in third grade. And then for fourth grade and beyond, I was back in San Jose, except for a two-year stint in high school. I uh, went to uh, Southern Bavaria. I went to school in Munich. Why all the moves for your family? Well, they were all career-related for my dad. Uh, the one to Germany was more of a, oh, I could take... I can take a job over there and we can go see Europe and it'd be fine. And it was. And as you were growing up, what kinds of interests did you, did, were there either certain subjects that you felt like you gravitated towards or were there certain <laughs> sports or other kinds of activities that you enjoyed growing up? Well, I was kind of curious about, you know, how things worked. I do remember taking apart a clock and I, I remember splitting this, I was, I'm not sure how old I was, probably like nine or so. But I took the cord and I split it and I thought, well, what, I wonder what happens if I touch these two together. I think, I, I'm not sure, it might spark. So I'm going to do this at a little distance. So I, I like made a pretty long lead and then touched them out maybe a foot and a half, two feet from me. And I got a really nice spark, a really nice spark. 
So I was curious about things. That wasn't my smartest move. But uh, yeah, eventually I studied electrical engineering in college. So I just kind of went that way. Were you members of the church growing up or did that come later for you? We were members of the church and my parents were very active. We went to, on Sunday it was meetings in the morning, meetings in the afternoon. Primary was on Wednesday. Uh, I forget when my mom went to Relief Society. And looking back in time, were there any particular church leaders or other people at church that you felt like had a particularly important influence on you? Or or when you kind of think about those growing up years and in your own faith development, like what did that kind of look like for you? You know, we went to conference and that was audio when I was younger. I do remember there was talk given, I think it was by uh, President Kimball, about tithing. And the reason I remember it is my parents sat us down and said, you know, he says that we should be giving, if we can, 10 times more than our, our two meals that we go up. And while my parents were very frugal, they had a reasonable amount of money and they could certainly do that. And, and, and they did. The like, ward level, were there any? Like, did you have like primary teachers or a bishop? The priest quorum advisor, Brother Schillingberg, he was very stalwart and he was a convert and he had some interesting stories to tell. I, I could tell that, it was, that the gospel was just really important to him. And so after those kind of high school years, kind of growing up, what came next for you? Did you, you mentioned studying electrical engineering, so did you go off to college somewhere, or did you do something else kind of in between? Or? No, I went off to BYU, and I actually met my wife during orientation at the swimming pool. <laughs> and then she was in some of the same classes, it turns out she was a go-to for help in some of the difficult classes. I worked with her. She was actually in my family home meeting group, too. So I met her on a lot of different angles and started dating her. But on, on school, I went into electrical engineering, and um, I, I stayed with it. I eventually got a bachelor's and a master's, both from BYU. And were you kind of dialed in on BYU kind of all the way through your high school years, or were there other schools that you were considering going to? What what ended up, how'd you end up landing at BYU? I didn't really pursue many other options. I don't think I applied to any other schools. I applied to BYU, I got in, and, and I went, and it's, that's where I wanted to go. And as you were going through BYU, did you serve a mission during that time, or were you kind of straight through on, on BYU? I did. I went on a mission to Frankfurt, Germany. So the advantage of having been there for a couple of years in high school was I was fairly conversa conversationally fluent uh, when I got there. Uh, and I could, I could participate in discussions as soon as I got there. And a lot of people who end up going to Europe kind of talk about how they're, well, every mission is tough in some aspect yes <laughs> but you know you know at least in terms of numbers of baptisms and things like that you know people will say that europe is maybe a more challenging area than i don't know south america or something like that i don't know what what was your experience serving in frankfurt in terms of your mission experience so i was in, i guess technically there were few baptisms but i think i was really only involved in 
you know, where I didn't just show up. Um, and two, one was an older woman, and she had to be uh, late 70s. We found her one day. We were tracting. We did a lot of tracting. And we were in a high-rise building, and it was time to go back to the apartment for lunch. I just felt like, you know, we really need to go down this street here, uh, which I could see in the distance, before we go. And so we went to one end of the street, and we walked back. And when we got to near the other end of it, we found this couple, and they were happy to let us in. We were able to sit down. Now, the challenge we had on our mission was they memorized the discussions, and we were supposed to present them memorized. We were not supposed to just have a conversation. And I could not memorize. I could speak German, but I could not memorize. And so I sat down, and, you know, we would almost never teach a discussion. We would sit down, and I could not pull the memorized discussion out of my memory. And so my junior companion, he starts going, and, and, and hey, we're off. Uh, but we get to teach uh, this woman. She was relatively poor, although she had her own house, which is unusual in Germany, and she and her husband. And we were worried about tithing. I was worried about tithing because she really didn't have much money. And I, I, we presented the law of tithing to her. And she said, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. It was just a, a learning experience for me. They're like, okay, tithing is not about money. Tithing is all about faith. And, you know, she jumped right in there with it. So that was one. And the other was much easier for us because we taught in a, a town called Munster. We didn't live there, but we went up there once a week. And there was an army base there, and a family there had fellowshipped another family who wanted to get the discussions. So we step in, we teach the discussions, and they were baptized. So yes, working with Americans turned out to be way easier than working with the Germans. After you got back from your mission, so you said that you met your wife the beginning of your freshman year. Mm -hmm. And then when did you leave on your mission? Like about a year into it? Or... Like yeah. Or how did that? Then, yeah. Then how did things work between you and your now wife? Well, we got back from our mission. We date, continued dating for about a year, and then we got married. So then you both graduate, and then did you come directly from Utah here to the Bay Area, or did you so, go other places in between? So Andrea got her master's in electrical engineering and bachelor's, like like me, but because of the mission, she finished. Wow. Uh, a couple of years before me. And so she moved here, took a job, and then we commuted back and forth uh, to see each other until I finished my master's. Well, actually, I finished my master's and bachelor's at the same time. Then I moved here, and pretty much as soon as we moved here, we bought a townhouse in Mountain View. And then you've just been here in this area ever since? Yep. At this point, how many kids do you have? We have three children. Okay. And how long was it between when you were both out here and then you s decided to start having a family? It was almost 10 years. It was a while before Andrea really wanted, felt like she was ready to have kids. And so at that point, what was that kind of transition then like to having gone from, you know, not having kids to then being parents? 
my experience is when a child is born, you just feel like you really have to protect them. You know, your whole life starts revolving around making sure that they're taken care of. As time has gone on, you know, when you think about, we were talking a little bit about faith development, you know, when you think about maybe where you were testimony-wise when you were on your mission, for Mm -hmm. example, versus where you are now having, you know, gone through lots of different experiences in between some being a parent, some in lots of other types of contexts. How would you, how would you say that your faith or your testimony has evolved over time? So for me, it's mostly kind of an additive process. I had a very strong testimony of the Savior when I was in high school, but I didn't really have a testimony of Joseph Smith. But I received that testimony during Temple Pageant. I was singing in the choir at De Anza because that's where we were doing Temple Pageant. Then I knew Joseph Smith was a prophet. And then there's tons and tons of stuff that I don't know, and I'm fine with that. But there's a lot of things that... I do know, and I'm fine with that, too. (laughs) So, I don't know. It seems like a lot of things just come over time, and I expect after I pass on, there's a lot of stuff, you know, I hope to get answers on. Me, too. (laughs) That's for (laughs) sure. I mean, we started off this conversation just talking a little bit about your current calling, but as time has gone on, I'm sure you've served in lots of different capacities, you know, kind of within the church, and so... Just as you've served in some of those things, you know, what do you, what do you feel like maybe you've taken away from some of those callings? You know, recently I was serving in the Young Men's Presidency as a secretary over, for quite a few presidents, actually. It was just really nice to, to not only work with the presidency, but also to work with the youth. As a teacher, I've enjoyed reaching out to people and connecting with them. It's just nice to be able to interact with other people and kind of meet them where they are and and do what you can to help out. Well, Ken, I know I've enjoyed kind of serving in and around you over the years and certainly our current opportunity to serve together in the presidency. So, you know, just really appreciate you sitting down and taking some time to, you know, get to know each other a little bit better. And, you know, hopefully for people in the Cuesta Park Ward, if there is something stake related that they might otherwise need you know they'll feel that much more comfortable approaching you with that question or or needing to get that assistance so you know thanks for being a part of this sure thank you